Good afternoon, Patriots. And it, today is July 26th in the year 2022. And we've got some interesting things to go over today, of course. <laughs> when is there not an interesting day in America? Hey, before we begin, there's something new, something new and exciting. If you go to mystore.com forward slash bards, that's mystore.com forward slash bards, you're going to discover a whole new world of things. This is the MyPillow store shop for all sorts of great products. And on there, featured at the top, here it comes, is my coffee. Mystore.com forward slash bards. And right up on the top is my coffee. And my coffee, and I'm telling you, and we, we have our own coffee, Expedition Coffee. It's awesome coffee. Absolutely love it. And that's a great health coffee. You want it about once a day. But you got to have some coffee like for regular drinking. And I'm not kidding. I'm pretty impressed because I'm a major coffee snob. Most people know that. And what have we got going on over at my coffee? coffee? It's a great tasting coffee. Matter of fact, I just had some a little bit ago. Had their medium roast. They've got light, medium, and dark roast. Very fresh out of the bag. Very well roasted. Fantastic flavor. It's all organic. So head on over to mystore.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Same thing. It's our own feature place. There's all sorts of other great products on there anyway. And they're adding more all the time. And with that, you're going to find a whole new world to explore and go, what? I didn't know I could live without the coffee. I didn't know I could live without my pillows and my sheets. And there you have it. And while we're talking about sheets, don't forget that the Percol sheets, which are on sale right now at mypillow.com, I just got a set of those. And for the summertime, they are like the best sheets ever. They're lighter and they feel so good. So anyway, check out mypillow.com forward slash bards. Check out mystore.com forward slash bards. Both places, use your promo code bards. And if you want to speak to a regular counselor, you can speak to a MyPillow Counselor, Patriot Counselor, or you can probably, you probably have my coffee Patriot Pillow Counselors now. You can, same number though, 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Check it out. You're going to be happy. You, you'll ask yourself how you could ever have lived without it, especially for those of you that follow the Bard's closeout every show of the dessert, whether it's chocolate chip cookies or chocolate brownies, whatever that is. You got to have coffee with all that. It never goes any different. So check it out. MyPillow.com forward slash parts and MyStore.com forward slash parts. All right. So we got some things to touch on. First of all, I wanted to, I came across this amazing piece and this is in Indiana where they were having an a, a abortion rally, anti-abortion rally, and the left joined in. And they brought in a very sophisticated level of discussion. You'll hear the music playing by the Christian band that's there. And you'll hear the left adding in their great discussion. It sounds a little like screaming and whistles, but you'll get it. Oh, my God. 
make America great again. <laughs> there we go. We're having all sorts of fantastic discussion. You can hear the debate is definitely moving forward. I'll tell you right now, this is this is where we are in the state of the union. I, I think I'll title that piece in the future for tonight. We'll call it the state of the union. Now, on a much more serious note, I want you to hear this piece. This is stuff we've been warning about. And it's happening, and I'm just going to tell you from the video footage, the woman that you're going to hear in this, she's very upset. She's a very nicely dressed woman with a very well-dressed son. Folks, desperation is coming. It's not the joke. Take a listen. Oh, shit. Hey, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's cool. It's good, it's good. Folks, this is desperation. It's already settling and it's in the cities and I've been talking about it. The person who filmed this, you know, blessings to him because he was offering to pay for her groceries. But I'm telling you, this was a scene in a store and it looks like it was, I don't know where it was. I mean, it doesn't say where. But, I mean, this, this is heartbreaking because this is a nicely dressed woman and, and her son. And they have no money. I don't know what we expect is going to happen here. People don't have money. And it's like, what are we going to do? Are you just going to sit around and expect it, you know? And we have to be prepared to intervene as we can to help others. I really admired the person who said, he said, hey, hey, I'll pay for it if he could get her attention. But she's hysterical at this point. And, and you understand, she's, she, she knew she was going and doing something wrong. And I'm not even going to make a comment to that because I don't, know what, I don't know what we would do if we had no money to buy something critical just for, to have food to put on the table. We're approaching that as a society. We've never approached this before. I have been saying that the word famine is going to become real and desperation is going to become part of our dialogue. We as people, as children of God, with Christ in our heart, when we have that opportunity to intervene in a positive way, to help out a little, we must. We have to start building the bridges to show people a better way. It doesn't solve the problem, but it can definitely help mitigate the issue. And hopefully a little bit of blessing like that will lead somebody to a much deeper and better appreciation for what we are. I, I find that piece just reflective of the, of the desperation that's slowly building in the middle of an administration who is openly trying to redefine the principles of recession. By the way, we are in recession. We're in actually hyperinflation. But according to them, it's just an adjustment period. It's, it's, we're in a transition. Don't worry. It does, it's not exactly like it seems because, yes, it sucks. Yes, you, the, the economy is crashing. Yes, people are losing work. Um, and I know you can't buy groceries. And I know if, uh, your household inflation is ov over 30%. But it's okay because we're transitioning. To what? I have no idea. But apparently it's going to be better, all better because we're transitioning. These are a bunch of pedophile liars that are running this nation. Don't kid yourself. And they don't care what desperation people suffer through. It is, gives them joy. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray.
Father, we come to you today. We just begin with the prayers for those that really don't have a lot, that are now being faced with some very desperate times. And this is a, a very difficult space, Father, because we have people who literally don't have money as costs of living have gone up. There's been no increase in wages. Jobs have become shortage in many areas. We have displaced workers. We have a government that is rampant, tyrannical, tyrannical. And they have, there's no interest in helping people from the leadership of our country. Everybody is about themselves. Father, we're dealing with a morally bankrupt nation that's trying to solve its problems by lashing out at each other. Today we pray for those that are in those desperate places and equally pray for those who have the opportunity to help. We can get through this together. Not for the government's sake, not for politicians' sake, not for corporate sake, but we can get through this together. And so we pray for that bridge building that's before us. This isn't the opportunity now for Christ to come boldly into people's lives to give hope. But we also know that that's not going to take away some of the challenges that we must walk through as we are refined in these fires. So, Father, we pray for compassion, temperance, and we equally pray for the reasoned hand that comes to help keep people level and to assist others. We are heading into a time very much as Joseph faced, and the silos are not filled. So, Father, we just, we do pray for the good hands of people to be able to assist their neighbor and sister, fellow man and brother. These aren't answers to a problem. This is a much deeper issue. We know that. And we know that simply creating a society of charitable giving and just doing giving all the time without accountability and without input is not the solution. But that's not what we seek. What we seek, Father, is that opportunity to do the extended hand of of grace at the appropriate times with your guidance and your wisdom and equally to use that opportunity to open the door and the heart for Christ to enter. And we pray that that can be because so much of this as a nation is not political. Politics are the symptom. The moral bankruptcy is the disease. So, Father, we continue to pray for the repentance of our nation, for people to come to you to repent for their ways. This piece we just heard appeared to be a a normal person. And nothing more than any other person on the street put into a desperate situation with no solutions. And to be honest, Father, I don't know what we would do put in those circumstances. And whether I'm right or wrong, as I watched and heard that piece, it just seemed to me that she was also obviously in moral conflict having to do something that was wrong, knowing it wrong, but trying to put food on the table, some small things just for her son. We need right now big hearts to understand that this nation is going to have to work together to bridge these spaces, to help one another, and to ignore this tyrannical pedophile government that we have. Our government is not of us. They are against us, and they seek nothing more than to repress us, Father, and we know that. 
And so now we pray truly for the people to rise, to ignore this tyranny, to turn their back on it, to move away from the culture of me to the culture of a strengthening of a nation at its very moral roots. Such challenging times. And, and we all, none of us seek that place of being in a welfare state where constantly helping or giving, giving, giving to where people don't do anything but just accept or receive. That's, again, we know that's not your way, and you know our hearts, that's not what we're praying for. But there's one thing people should not be short of in this nation, with a nation so consumed with waste and driven by waste and self-righteousness. No one should go hungry. There's more than enough resources of food in this nation to, to feed everyone. No one should go hungry. So, Father, we pray that in a virtual sense, in a metaphorical sense, that the silos be opened, that there now is a sense of giving and need to help one another, to shift away from the obsession with profits and gaming the system and instead focus on the true sense of need and repentance for where we're at. Father, whether or not I'm right, I don't know, but it seems to me that where we are at is just that juncture, is that we are now at the juncture, that valley of decision of choosing between the me and the repentance. And part of that repentance is we have to change the way we look at things. We have to start looking at the nation as one, as a whole, rather than as greedy individuals taking for self. And there will always be those that want to live that way. They can be cast out. We don't need that. Or they can accept Jesus and enter in. But as a nation, as we restructure our moral foundation, we have to change our way of approaching the world. Understand that there's going to be places with difficult decisions and people are going to be forced to make painful, if, if not contradictory, decisions to their faith if we as people don't come together and assist. So, Father, we pray for the blessing on this nation to open the hearts of the willful giver and the, those that are willing to give of their heart to others and be able to start transforming this nation from a self-greedy, self-consumption, profitable beast to a nation that truly is one of plenty, of unlimited wealth and unlimited potential to where we think about others before we think about how much more we need to stockpile and hoard for ourselves. That our prepping, our preparations are not just done for the foundations of our personal silos, but always done within mind of helping others in our community and in space. Guide us in these times, Father, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know what it is in my life, and maybe it's because I've been in some pretty desperate points in my life, but God has always provided on those occasions, and I've been blessed. But it really breaks my heart when I see people without food. It's just, and I've seen desperation around the world, and it's not something we should see here, but it's something we see way too much of here, and we're going to see a lot more of it. Rents are increasing. It's inflationary. It's hyperinflation. When you start talking about increasing rents 40%, that's hyperinflation. When you talk about raising gas costs 30 50%, 90%, depending on how far back you go, that's 
In fact, gas has doubled in price since Trump. So that's a hundred percent increase. That's that's true true in the pocket inflation, also known as hyperinflation. We look at the cost of meat, the cost of milk, the cost of basics, they have all gone up 30, 40%. And these costs, and then you still have the normal costs of maintaining your vehicle. Those costs haven't gone down. You know, so to solve this problem, you have retards up at the World Economic Forum to have now declared that we need to ban private ownership of vehicles because it's a waste for climate change. No, what it is, is they want to ban the ownership of private vehicles because it's another way for them to rent something and make money off of it. And they don't want to share more of their accumulated wealth that they're hoarding in mass because they're trying to get everybody weaned down to a very minimal amount of money that they can dole out each month called a UBI so that people can just live right on the fringe of desperation. If you haven't seen the film 1984 or the film Brazil, both done in 1984, do watch them. They're, they're a picture of where, we're, where they're trying to take us. Crazy times. Take a listen to this. If you think all oh, that's crazy, it gets a little bit crazier. Mark Rubio has discovered something. Interests were advanced uh, by promoting a film festival in, in Portugal that, that highlighted uh, Minban, which uh, is a film about a 17-year-old boy who has sexual relations with an adult bartender and St. Narcisse, uh, which I think is how you pronounce it, which is a film about incestuous twins. Um, how would promoting, which was part of some sort of drag queen film festival in Portugal, how does that advance our national interest and how much taxpayer money was spent putting on this film festival? Thank you for the question, Senator. I will take it back to get an answer for you. I do not know. You're not familiar with this? Uh, I am not familiar. So you don't, we don't, you don't know how much we spend or how many State Department employees work? You're just not familiar with the topic? I'm not familiar with those films or that festival. So. Okay. When you get caught doing a dirty deed, just lie to Congress and tell them you don't know. These sadistic pricks up here are literally using our taxpayer dollars to fund film festivals of pedophiles and transgenders around the world because their agenda is based on atheism. Their agenda is based on predatorial grooming. Their agenda is based entirely on going after the children. If that isn't clear by now, I don't know how it's going to get more clear. Their entire focus is to try to accomplish one thing, destroy the youth so that they all become MK Ultra in a loose sense, so they all become groomed, so they will be receptive to the exploitation of a pedophile handler. And pedophiles have grown everywhere because they keep grooming them and keep putting them into leadership positions. That's how they extend their families. So we need to understand this very clearly. And we need to continue the fight for the children. These people are absolutely sick. And then, of course, we've been dumping, you know, all this tons of money into Ukraine, this tons of money into all these foreign programs as the country is imploding around us. And it's what we have to totally start getting a grip on. I mean, consider today, what a wonderful day it must have been in New York City subway. Because they, they literally had a twerking and slip slide contest in one of the 
subways. I mean, why not? They brought into one of the subways in, in New York thong bikini twerkers on a slip and slide as they drank mass amounts of booze and no one does anything. I mean, this is the lunacy we're living in. I swear, we're like I, I am still convinced that somewhere back about 18 months ago, we stepped through a time portal and went through a different universe or something. Man, this is insane. But the fact of the matter is the real issue is all these people have been prepared in this programming through public schools, in this programming through the conditioning of the television, in this, in this programming and conditioning that's been happening on these vertical stovepipes in social media to be unleashed. And all they had to do was pull back the laws of the nation, put a pedophile in office, surround him with a bunch of transgender freak pedophiles as well, and then you end up with a society that literally goes out of its mind overnight. And unfortunately, and I'm just going to say it, the one group that should be on the front lines putting an absolute stop to this has been so deeply socially conditioned over the last 50 years, and that would be the Christians in the churches who translate Life in in a Christian world as peace at any cost, and we can't offend anybody because if we do, God will be upset with us. That is crap. We need spine. We need strong Christians of faith that are willing to stand up and put an end to this. And I don't just mean regular citizens. We need the police officers. We need the people in government agencies that are really saying that they are followers of Christ to start acting like it. Start flipping some damn tables and using your authority. But unfortunately, what is happening is it's falling on us as the citizens, and that's fine. We can handle this as God will guide us, but it's not going to be in the way that the government agencies are going to do it. And it's coming a time that we're not going to have a choice because the government has turned against us. It is, for the most part, the government in its structure is so rotten to its core, it's not correctable. I mean, it's literally, and I'm not going to say this, (laughs) someone will try to tell me it's possible. Look, this is the lake of fire right here around us. You don't have to worry about taking the elevator. I think it just lit up all around us. And we have a choice. We can either extinguish it or we can just let it burn. And so that takes us constantly informing people. And we have to get back to that principled way of living. Now, how we get from here to where I'm going to tell you, I don't have the roadmap, just so we're clear. But we have to get back to that place where people care enough about this nation care enough about the moral foundation of this nation that adults become the teachers, guides, and mentors rather than sitting back and doing nothing and watching the youth run wild and act stupid. This is unacceptable behavior. And unfortunately, we have created some untouchable classes right now because if you dare touch anybody, first of all, you dare touch a woman, you're going to be considered a rapist. And if you dare touch a man who's acting like a woman, then you're a a racist. And if you dare call somebody by their own wrong pronoun, you're a racist. I mean, this is what they've done intentionally to divide people. It's going to take a movement of people to make the decision that that is not the direction our nation is going to go. And with that, we center ourselves in God. So final note on this and some pieces that I've been coming across increasingly there is, this is a point of hope, but to tell you how bad our media is, not that you need to know more that it's more bad than it already is, if that's even a word, a more bad batter. No, that's not good either. Then it's worse than it already is. Here's the deal. 
athletes now have been coming on the air proclaiming Jesus. One athlete was celebrating with a big trophy, and it was at one of the either at one of the golf tournaments or I think it was a golf tournament, and he had on his hat it said Jesus loves. And the press came in before they aired the clip. The original clip was found, but when they actually aired it, they went in with their tools, which are called rotoscoping, and they erased Jesus off his hat. Another NFL player recently was in an interview, and they were he was talking to the interviewee on NBC, and he said he mentioned how we all have to repent and had to come to Jesus, and all of a sudden the feed broke. They just shut him off. And she's like, oops, I guess we lost him. They've been doing this over and over. They are fearful of Christ. Good. Let's use it. It is time we bring the power of the, of the word into our world and proclaim it. Look, these twerkers on Subway, I someone should have just proclaimed Jesus on over, over all of them, the blood of Jesus, and to forgive them for their sins. Now, they wouldn't like it. They'll make a big mockery, but you don't know how that affects them once they leave, and that's the point. We've got to start speaking like David spoke to Goliath. Those are the power of words and the power of prayer. So this is a time that we have to get more aggressive on our fight because we have to elevate up the love of the Lord in our lives. So patriots, Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. But, man, we have got to get David's into play. In the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, 
This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 